BG Mania, a video game music podcast for September 25th, 2019, is made possible by Level Down Games. Check us out over at leveldowngames.com for the latest reviews and brand new episodes of both BG Mania, a video game music podcast every Wednesday, and Max Level, a video game podcast every Monday. On with the show. BG Mania, a weekly video game music podcast brought to you by Level Down Games. I'm Brian, joined as always by the eclectic mix himself. It is Frank. What's up, guys? For those just joining us, what we like to do here at BG Mania is challenge ourselves to never play the same track more than once, except for special occasion episodes, which will always be announced in advance. So you're always guaranteed to hear something new, something fresh, and something exciting each and every week. 
If you are new to the world of video game music podcasts, you are in for a treat. But for all the veterans that may be stumbling upon our neck of the Lost Woods for the very first time, Frank and I definitely tell more personal stories about the games we play music from and about the tracks themselves instead of constantly diving into music theory and breaking apart each track instruments at a time. We say it all the time. We are not experts, but we enjoy the music and that's what makes the show fun. As always, we hope you enjoy the episode we have lined up for your listening pleasure today. Don't forget to head on over to Apple Podcasts or where you're listening to us and leave that five-star rating and a review so we continue to climb the charts in terms of search results. The end of the month is always one of our most favorite times here at BG Mania because we do this little series called Radio Hour and we are 27 editions in to Radio Hour at this point in September of 2019. And Radio Hour, for those that are May be just joining us and listening to Radio Hour for the very first time. It is an eclectic mix of music. You'll hear five picks from me, five picks from Frank, one from you guys, the listener out there, which can be submitted via bgmania at leveldowngames.com, and then one from Jessica, another Leveldown Games staff member here that uh, always has some excellent picks for us each and every month. I love these episodes, Frank. We always come with the fire, man. These these episodes are always a lot of fun to do. I love that we were constantly trying to one-up each other and uh, be your pick. Top that. Well, I will, I will, I will later on in the show. Uh, I, like I said, Brian, you, you had told me that your pick is going to become one of the best of all time. So I went deep. You'll see that I'm picking from games I never would have picked from. Yeah, I mean, you're, I mean, you're I mean, trying. Killer, killer Instinct. You're trying. Yeah, I mean, killer, killer Instinct. Let's just track you. Just hurt here. Touch me. I'll break your face. Yeah, sure. Killer Instinct. You know I'm gonna pick from a fighting game, but the other ones. Oh, your boy went deep. And I know you're trying to just, because you don't know what song it is yet. And I'm telling you, it's not, it's about the halfway point of the show, but you're not going to beat it. You're not. And it's, it's not even like it's a traditional gaming song. Like if you, if you're expecting like a retro or, you know, traditional gaming thing, you're sadly mistaken. I'm so excited for you to hear this later on in the show. But yeah, that was your first pick. And uh, Mick Gordon, man. Knows what he's doing sometimes. <laughs> Mick is great. Uh, this game came out November 22nd, 2013. And I'm actually, I'm going to say right now, I'm going to give credit to Brian and his head's going to explode even bigger than it normally is. Woohoo, baby! <laughs> he picked up exactly who the singer was on this one just by hearing it, which uh, I, I give you kudos. I was so uh, this, the one who was singing on this one was Allie Edwards, who also did the song Devil Trigger for the most recent Devil May Cry game. Yeah, we were sitting there listening to it, and I was like, Frank, who is this? And I heard you typing, and I knew you were looking it up immediately, because I was starting to think, like, I know this chick. Like, I know who this person is, and I couldn't really think where or why I knew her, but I did. And I was like, is this the girl that did Devil Trigger for Devil May Cry 5? And you look, you're sure, sure as shit, it absolutely is. <laughs> Good stuff. I'll give credit request to. But yeah, man, this is the story of my life right here. You touch me, I'll break your face. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is Orchid's theme. Uh, like I said, just this is a nice solid track. Again, raise your game up. I can't wait to hear what you got from me. Yeah, I, I, I'm, br- I, I, I'm, br- I'm bringing nothing but the straight fire this entire episode. I think this episode's gonna be really, really fun. And for my first pick, I went with a pick from a game that I was supposed to do a bonus episode for here at BG Mania last month. Now, I never got around. I couldn't find the time to actually finish the game, first of all, but I couldn't actually find time to put the episode together either because we are doing so many things here at Level Down Games and just personally as well for me. But I wanted to make sure that I still 
had some representation from this particular game. So, in fact, I have two picks from this game on the episode today. Okay. And I want to start off with this one here. So, from Fire Emblem Three Houses, this is as swift as wind. That was As Swift As Wind from Fire Emblem Three Houses. That just recently released. That came out July 26th, 2019 on the Nintendo Switch. I have three composers for Three Houses. I wasn't able to find a breakdown. Of course, you got three for Three Houses. Yeah, that, that kind of makes sense, right? I mean, I found like more extensive credits, but I don't have anything that is like a, a breakdown of the track by track credits. I, it may exist, but it's not on the usual websites that we frequent for these types of credits. So I, I unfortunately don't have that at the time. So we'll give credit to all three. We have Takeru Kanazaki, Hiroki Morishida, and Ria Kondo, who we are very familiar with. Oh, man, I, this is a good blanking credit to Ria Kondo for, for everything. Yeah, Ria Kondo is, Ryo Kondo for, for is amazing. Rest, for, for, for the rest of this episode, every track we play. <laughs> I'm constantly trying to give myself lucky credit, so you know, I must as well give it to somebody who actually has talent. Yeah, you're always trying, but yeah, you definitely uh, zero talent there. Zero talent for you, and no, I'm just kidding. But As Swift as Wind is the initial 
music that you hear when you are preparing for battle. So if you've played Fire Emblem, you might be familiar with how this works. It is a tactical strategy role playing game. And before you actually start the battle, you have time to adjust your troops and look at the map and equip things and change people in and out like that kind of stuff. This is the music that plays at that point of the game. And it's one of two tracks. There's this one and there's another track that plays there too later on in the game. This is the first one that plays and it's by far the much better version like this. This is fantastic. I love this track. This is is a pretty good jam. Uh, Is this this the traditional style of Fire Emblem music? Generally, yeah. Generally, it's very orchestral. Uh, I mean, obviously, once we moved into the the later games, definitely very orchestral, but they always try to have a, a very high fantasy, fantastical feel to them, because that's generally what Fire Emblem revolves around. All right. Well, that's as much as, as, much as I, I like that track. It's not my ish. OK, my, my, my ish is just hitting things in the face with my fist. OK, and nothing and nothing really just hammers that point home like a game from the Double Dragon series. So, Ooh, OK, OK, OK. From Double Dragon Neon. This is Mango Tango Neon Jungle.
and from Double Dragon Neon. That was Ma- <laughs> that was Mango Tango Neon Jungle, uh, which came out uh, September 11th, 2012, composed by Jay Kaufman. And the singer heard there, her name was Jesse Seeley. That is that is awesome, dude. I really enjoyed that a lot. I lo- well, first of all, the, co- the, the the game itself, the color scheme, the whole thing, it's all the 80s. And that, 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 it's like the perfect synth poppy kind of song but while still being rocky like it's the, it's it's what you would have heard in the clubs uh it also had that you're always giving me giving me nothing but the shattered dreams kind of feel to it i love it yeah it did really and obviously i have to assume that it was done on purpose yeah because that just sounds so similar to that there's no other way possible for that to have not been done on purpose I so that is really song, cool i can hear the song playing you know any club like San Junipero or Do 54, yeah. who knows? <laughs> right up there with, uh, you know, because heaven is a place on earth, right? It is a place on earth, and it's definitely nowhere in New York because this state sucks. We're right through <laughs> Ohio. Did you play uh, Double Dragon Neon? I have played Double Dragon Neon. I believe that was PS3, if I'm not too crazy. I never got around to playing it. Um, I can't even remember if it was supposed to be a good game or not. I don't think I've ever played a bad Double Dragon game, at least I, 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 there, there could have been, but I don't think I ever played a bad one. <laughs> I was gonna say there's been some pretty uh, questionable, you know, beat 'em ups that kind of when they were trying to revitalize the genre a couple years ago, but that just I didn't have, do. Anything. I have a soft spot for beat 'em ups in general, so like you know, you have to really just be horrible for me not to like you. Yeah, no, I hear that. I hear that. I, I do. I would like to get around to playing Double Dragon Neon at some point and. Obviously, I, I have to assume that that is the first track I've actually heard from that soundtrack, that uh, it is very heavy on the synth and the uh, the 80s type of feel, just because that's the way that they were going for the stylization of like the we logo and the game. And era. I agree. I absolutely agree. I think it's always a fun time when we get that. I mean, just look at like Katana Zero, how amazing that was earlier this year. Like things like that. Oh, dude, it's always so good. It's like, like, the, like the best Grand Theft Auto game, Vice City. Vice Boom, City, done. one thousand percent. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that as well. Hey guys, Brian here from BG Mania. We wanted to make everyone aware that daily news stories are returning over on our website, leveldowngames.com. Therefore, the weekly wrap-up, one of our featured segments on Max Level, is going to be a bit lighter on the news than it has been before as smaller news stories that normally would have been included and didn't have much discussion surrounding them are instead going to be featured on our outlet. If you want to stay up to date on anything and everything happening within the gaming industry, be sure to keep listening to the Max Level Podcast every Monday and check daily over at leveldowngames.com. All right, man, for my next pick, I want to go to a another game that I have been playing quite a bit of here over the past uh, two weeks and one that I know you also greatly enjoy from Catherine Fullbody. This is Tomorrow, otherwise known as Rin's Theme.
And that was Tomorrow, otherwise known as Rin's theme from Catherine Fullbody, which, Frank, I cannot believe you haven't actually picked this game up yet. It's... Brian, my, my hand was literally on this game uh, more than a day or two ago. Uh, I just don't have the money to buy it. I, yeah. want, I need this. It just came out uh, a couple weeks ago, September 3rd, 2019, here in North America on PS4. And it is a remake slash enhanced port of the 2011 Catherine video game, uh, which, my God, I played that on 360, actually. And God, it's been forever. It seems like it's forever ago. It's but it's everything. It's, every, it's everything Frank loves. It's a platforming puzzle game. It's it's so good. And that particular track was composed by Masanori Akita. Catherine is amazing. I mean, just point blank. The game is amazing. And Frank, you hit it right on the head there. It is a puzzle platformer. So basically you are trying to solve these puzzles, climbing up a tower and figuring out how to pull and manipulate these blocks so that you can climb the tower before the floor falls out underneath you. And in between doing all that, there's an amazing story being told to you about initially in the first game, it was about this like love affair, so to speak, with between Vincent, the main character, his girlfriend, Catherine, and this new girl he meets also named Catherine. Catherine Fullbody introduces a third character by the name of Rin, and her name is Catherine with a Q. And this is her theme song. The first time we really got to hear this in the game is during night two and Vincent is climbing the tower and this song literally starts playing while he's climbing the tower like they did do like a little scripted event, I guess, so to speak, where he's about to fall and the tower is about to collapse and Rin, she's a piano player that has amnesia. She can't remember anything except that she likes to play piano and she loves to play piano. So she starts playing this song in this dream state world and it saves Vincent from falling. So he gets to the landing. If, if you remember the landing, that's where you can talk to the sheep and yeah. you save your game and you go into the confessional booth and answer a question that dictates some of the endings that you get in the game. Well, he gets there and there's a piano set up and she's sitting there playing. He's like, how how the hell are you here? How can you see me? You don't I don't you don't look like a sheep. You don't think I look like a sheep. What's going on? And that plays into some of the game a little bit later on. But in this dream world, she's amazing on the piano. But in the real world, when everyone's awake and at the at the stray sheep bar, She's not that good. So this is a whole mother story arc. Rin is a fantastic character. And Catherine from top to bottom has a fantastic soundtrack through and through. Like it's it's very persona because it's the persona team. And there's even some persona tracks on the jukebox from Persona 5. Like they actually put some stuff in there now so that you can play some persona music when you're in the stray sheep bar. Uh, I've been really enjoying myself with Kat. I've gotten two endings so far. I will I get all the endings I gotta, once again. I gotta assume, just because she's new, that you went the straight romance with Rin. For the first playthrough, yes. Yeah, why wouldn't you? That's what I'm gonna do as soon as I get the game. Well, yeah, because, you know, the other two are largely the same. Now, they did, thankfully, add a brand new ending for both the original Catherines. So oh, there cool. is still a reason to play through those again and get... They called it... They, they're called the new true endings. So the true endings that existed before still are there, but they're no longer the true ending. 
Now there's a new true ending for each of the previous Catherines. Like I said, I, I had I had this game in hand. Uh, it's going to happen as soon as that paycheck hits. And it's really cool, too, because um, they have a lot of classical music in Catherine, if you remember. Like we hear Beethoven and Bach and Rossini and Chopin and all these like actual classical composers back in the day. Their music exists. And that's the music you hear when you're climbing the towers. It's <laughs> the so music cool. I hear in my dreams sometimes. Dude, I think it is so cool. I think I need to go to the confessional booth. You need to you need to <laughs> confess and either be heavenly or bad. You'd probably be bad. Let's let's be honest. I may be bad, but I'm perfectly good at it. That's so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we have a listener pick to move to now. No, I told her they they can't top me. I'm going to destroy them. That's okay. That's okay. Why are you trying to compete? There's no there's no competitions, Frank. Right. right. If you're not first, you're last. There's no competitions here. But our song request this month for Radio Hour comes to us from a longtime listener and supporter of the show, The Messenger. And my man. All right. I'll sit back and be nice. I picked this one to be in the show this week because I think it goes hand in hand with everything we've been talking about over the past couple of weeks and everything we did with the bonus episode last week. And if you missed that bonus episode on the Sega Genesis mini, go back and listen to that. But we have a pick for a Sega Genesis game. And I think it just makes so much sense to have that as our listener pick for this month. So he sent us an email just like you can bgmania at leveldowngames.com. If you have any feedback, comments, questions, concerns or requests, he said, hey, Frank and Brian, notice how he put your name first. I'm not sure how much you guys are into sports, but I have a pretty fantastic song from a sports game and I had to share it with you guys. People in the VGM podcasting community know that I am highly passionate about video game music and video game music podcasts. A handful of people know that I also really love the sport of hockey and I'm (gasps) always rooting for my favorite team, the Pittsburgh Penguins. They are probably Uh. the best uh, hockey team. Maybe the maybe Columbus because they're from Ohio, but I am I am a Penguins fan myself as well. I absolutely cannot wait for the start of the NHL season and think this amazing Rob Hubbard track from NHL Hockey on the Sega Genesis will have fans totally pumped. That track is the title theme. So from NHL Hockey, this is the title theme.
And that was title theme from NHL Hockey, which released sometime in 1991. That's all I know. That's all I was able to find. As the messenger mentioned, composed by Rob Hubbard. And of course, that was the Sega Genesis version. That was a fantastic track. You know what? I was telling Brian, messenger, you got my heart right there. NHL games, hockey games in general are my thing. Even though you're a filthy Pens fan, uh, I, res- <laughs> I respect your pick. Go Rangers. Um, At least, well, you, no, I thought I thought you were, uh, you, I know you have a much softer spot for the Islanders. Yeah, it, it, my, 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 my butthole is what they're going to have. They, <laughs> they suck. That's your soft spot for the, the Islanders. Uh, yeah, man, I love this channel, man. Uh, what a great song. Yeah. That, that, like I said, hockey games, man, especially retro hockey games. Hockey games are still fun, like modern ones, but those retro hockey games are so much fun to play through. They really are. I've been playing hockey games since I was knee-high to a grasshopper, uh, and I buy the new NHL game every other year. Yeah, my, uh, my buddy Dan, who I went to high school with, who may join us on Max Level from time to time in the future, he just got started streaming over on Twitch and really kind of getting into things, but... He's also a huge hockey fan and uh, actually went out and bought Super Blood Hockey. Was that what that the name of that game? That's, that's the one I play as well, yeah. Uh, he Well, he heard you talking about it on Max Level a few weeks back and didn't even know about it and went out and bought it because you talked about it. <laughs> it's fun. I would love for like you and the guys to get it as well, so maybe we can play that one these days together. You know, yeah, I, I've, I've heard that that is just absolutely insane. So, uh, man. That was a good pick. I always, and of course, the Sega Genesis, which is currently on fire right now because of the Sega Genesis Mini, which I have sitting right next to me as a time of recording. Oh, I was going to say to go put it out. Why'd I go put it out? Because I'm on fire. Oh, well, no. It's, 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 a, small, it's, 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 it's a small studio, okay? I, I don't want you to die, Brian. Didn't literally, ca- catch, didn't I, literally I, catch on fire. I, I mean, I, I know I carry the show on my shoulders by myself, but you know. <laughs> didn't literally catch on fire. But I, I am glad. Dude, I, I didn't want to wait for Amazon. I literally. And by the way, did you get yours early? No, I'm waiting till Monday. Like, just the, the, the freaking Amazon is. Because uh, GameStop, the devils that they are, is like, oh, no, we only got enough uh, for this. Like, no, yours didn't ship. Yours didn't ship because. If, mine shipped, but it's not going to be here until Monday. It should have been there already because you could have ordered it on the day it came out without a pre-order on Amazon and had it for next day delivery for free. My landlord is holding onto my package, which is a bad idea in general. I will kill them. I got mine yesterday from Amazon, and I was supposed to get it on a Monday. Crazy. It's because Amazon and they, they, they all hate me. I spent so much money on them, and they hate me. I don't know, but yeah, I was supposed to get mine on Monday like you as well, and I ended up getting it yesterday, so Friday for those that are, list, you know, last Friday. But I went to Best Buy the day it came out and just bought one off the shelf um, because I wanted to have it day one to mess around with it. And, and it still showed up early. OK. And it still showed up on Friday. So I could have just waited for an extra day. And if I probably would have waited the extra day had I known it was going to come Friday. But I didn't know it was shipping until it ended up shipping like middle of the day on Thursday. So they, they just they I don't know why they were saying Monday. But yeah, I'm surprised you didn't get yours as well. So that does suck. But Sounds NHL Hockey, sadly not on the Genesis Mini, but there are 42 other great games on there. So there's there's tons of things to play on there. But yeah, Messenger, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for the excellent pick. As always, everything you've submitted to us here at BG Mini has generally been uh, well received. And of course, if you want to submit tracks, like I said, feedback, questions, concerns, comments, whatever, uh, BG Mini at LoveItOnGames.com. We will be taking more submissions for everything, as we always do. But Frank, we're back to you. All right. Um, 
One of my favorite running jokes I always talk about is how we're going to have level down games, the movie, the game. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, which will happen, and we will get every great composer. We're going to be like Smash Ultimate with the amount of composers we're going to have on that game. But uh, this is from a movie, the game, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. The manga, the movie, the game. This is Giant Contraband Robot. That was Giant Contraband Robot from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game. Uh, came out August 10th, 2010. Uh, the entire soundtrack was composed by the group Anna Managuchi. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is such a fun game. This is an Xbox Live game. I have to imagine that's a boss fight. I Yes, it is. Yes, absolutely is. I believe it's like the fourth or fifth uh, evil boyfriend. Okay. Yeah, just it, it sounded very boss fight type of music to me. So uh, that I'm not surprised to find out that is what it is. But it is kind of good. It's catchy. I like it. You know, I, just go, I want to eat you in for the most amazing track you're going to hear on this entire episode. That's going to come up after yours. Um, I wasn't. I'm going to win, Brian. There's no stop. competition, Frank. <laughs> but I never did play. Uh, I never played this game. So that I'm not was really my, that that was, with my it. question to you is if you played this game, because most of the time when, when you have an official movie tie in kind of game, they suck. They generally are pretty bad. This was a great game. Um, it was a great movie in general. I mean, I love this movie. I love the book. But uh, this is this is really fun. This is the kind of game where I'm usually against it. I wouldn't mind like a remake, like a new Scott Pilgrim game or something like that would yeah. be even fine too. I mean, or, or, or they could just remake this one because because they're very much beat em up River City Ransomy kind of games, and which is pretty much the premise of the book and the movie in general. So right, right. I mean, when when, when you defeat somebody in, in the book and the movie uh, in the game, they, they explode into money, <laughs> which, which which is how I like things to be in real life because you know. If everything could just explode into money in real life, we would be set. That'd be great. I would have had, I would have had Catherine already because I just would have punched the nearest child. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> I want to pay for the game. I'm broke. That's rude. That's rude. I also don't want to go. What if somebody bigger than me is there? I don't want to get scared and get beat up and turn into money. What is wrong with you? First of all, there ain't gonna be no one bigger than you there. But that that is rude. You're damn right, ladies. <laughs> 
That was a good pick, though. I did enjoy that one a lot. And uh, not something that I think that we probably normally would ever pick from. So that's, exactly. that's, that's the beauty of Radio R is that it allows us to really just go obscure off the wall and have some fun picking some tracks. So, yep, that was a good pick. I like that one a lot. I quickly want to talk about leveldowngames.com. If you're unfamiliar, we do more than just audio podcasts. All of our content can be found on our main home on the internet, including new weekly episodes of both Max Level and BG Mania, alongside reviews for the newest release games and accessories, anything we produce on our YouTube channel, and daily news stories. So please, if you aren't a regular visitor of leveldowngames.com, consider bookmarking it and checking it out every so often. It'd really mean a lot to all of us and help us out so much. Podcasts, of course, can always be found on your favorite podcast app of choice every Monday morning for Max Level and every Wednesday morning for BG Mania. But Frank, I'm going to now take you to what I have been dying for you to hear. And I've been I think that, that month now. I think you're really going to enjoy this. And the pick actually comes from another semi-recent release. It came out last month by the name of Control. Okay. And one thing we know about Remedy Games is that they love to use Poets of the Fall. And they had Poets of the Fall compose a new song for Control that debuts near the end of Control. And Frank, this is literally going to melt your face. I hope you're ready for this. So the name of the group in the game is Old Guards of Asgard, if you remember that from like the old Max oh, Payne games. Sorry, I old Guards of Asgard is the name of the band. The name of the song is Take Control.
that was Take Control from the Old Guards of Asgard, otherwise known as Poets of the Fall here in the real world, from the game Control, which, as I mentioned, did come out recently from Remedy Entertainment. And Frank, I really want you to play this game at some point. I know you probably won't ever get around to it, but it did release on August 27th, 2019. After seeing the little video, I definitely want to play this. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. I, I specifically showed you where this particular song takes place. And I do apologize. I should have warned you guys that it is about an eight minute track. And I did want to play the thing from start to finish because of how amazing it actually is. Uh, that was actually done and written by Poets of the Fall. So the composers of the game don't matter. Uh, they Or they do matter. They're Petro, Petri Alonco and Martin Stig Anderson. But they had nothing to do with this actual song. Oh, big, big shout out to Martin. Yeah, big shout out to Martin. <laughs> uh, they had nothing to do with this particular song, though. So first of all, let me talk about the music. Frank, how amazing was that? That I loved that. I actually told Brian that uh, I'm smiling ear to ear and seething in rage because that's totally a Frank pick through and through. Uh, you should just let me have that one. You listen but, but, to that but, and yeah. it's total arena rock. It's, it's what we love total 80s arena rock for the most part. That's how me and Brian became friends. We bonded over music. Yeah, absolutely. There were elements of older Metallica in that song. There were a lot of elements of Queensryche in that song. Like Jet City Woman. I had a Fozzie feel out of that too. A little Fozzie, yeah, but Fozzie obviously is... A little is, bit of the bubbly. Fozzie is basically a... a amalgamation of... Yes, all amalgamation of all those things <laughs> as well, and they even started out that way by pretending that all those bands ripped off their music when they were stuck in Japan back in, like, the 90s. <laughs> yeah. But, dude, that is just so good, and it's just so, like, raw and amazing, and... When you get to the middle of that song and you start out with that slow, beautiful guitar solo and then it ramps up in speed, it ramps up in power. That is everything we love about a song, dude. That is everything we love about music in general and not just video game music. Obviously, we love everything about video game music, but that is everything we love about music. We love those epic vocals, those amazing guitar licks and guitar solos and just, oh, dude, from start to finish, that song, I've been listening to that on repeat since I heard it at the end of I, and I did finish Control before the game came out, you know, shout out to our friends over at 505 and Remedy, they provided us a copy of the game so we could get the review up in time for the game to come out like everybody else, and I finished that game a couple days before it released, and I have been listening to that track on repeat since Poets of the Fall put it on their YouTube channel the day the game came out. That's so, going on my uh, my playlist for the car. One thousand percent, it needs to. I, I've it been jamming out to a lot of video game music, and hell yes. Yeah, that is just incredible. And like I said, I, I've been so excited for you to hear that. And really, that point in the game when it plays Chapter Nine, it it's you're in this you're in the like the Central Bureau of Control and Federal Bureau of Control, the FBC. And you're in this or it's called the ordinary house. That's like the area that you're in. And it's this like twisted, weird inception like area where the real laws of the world and physics of the world don't matter. Nothing is as it seems. And you're going through these walls as they crumble around you and they form new pathways and shit rises up from the ground and you have all of your abilities you've earned so far because it's near the end of the game. So you have all of your abilities that you've earned thus far in control. Like you have the power of teleport, not tele. Well, 
levitation, not teleportation. You have the power to like control objects and throw them around. You can dash forward and you have your weapon, your power, object of power weapon that can morph into so many different things. This is an incredible game. This is definitely Remedy's best thing they've done since Alan Wake, since Max Payne, and really might be their best game to date. Like, this is a phenomenal achievement for them. Cannot recommend it enough. And this obviously is definitely the best song in the game, but there's a lot of other amazing, normal, orchestral video game music in there as well. I just had to play this one because yeah, I knew that... This, this is dude, great. This is us. This is us. So I had to play this track. <laughs> this episode is better. I, I'm, I'm better, having heard that, heard that song. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> All right. I can't follow that with my next track, so I am just... I, I was going to try to top it, but there ain't no topping that. So, I'm just going to let you know that I have the need, Brian. The need for speed, Frank? The need for speed. From Need for Speed 2015, this is Surface. Surface from Need for Speed 2015 came out November 3rd, 2015, uh, and was done by Fotech. That's the DJ who put that little jam together for you. 
the wub wubs and the all that stuff. I gotta hit you with the dubstep every once in a while, you know. Keep... <laughs> we can't just be straight metal all the time. Although I wish you could, you know, Brian wouldn't allow that. But yeah, I definitely wouldn't want that. But it's okay every now and then. Yeah, uh, the real reason I picked this was we don't really pick from Need for Speed games or racing games in general that aren't Mario Kart. Uh, it's just not really our niche. It's not our thing. But I thought this was a great song that stood on its own. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that a lot, and it's definitely it, it's music that. I'm not opposed to listening to like when I'm out driving or just doing work on the computer either. There are times when I'm in the mood for some dubstep. This came on my, I, I usually just, I have Alexa in the car. It's kind of weird to see her name in this house because she'll react. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I said shuffle video game music. And when this song came out, I thankfully always keep a little pen and paper next to me while I'm driving. So uh, I, wrote, I wrote down like the name of the song. So that's how this one came to be. Uh, also, if you're driving, uh, don't write things down on pen and paper. Make sure you stop first. Don't be like Frank. I'm sure you didn't stop. Uh, it's the Long Island Expressway. I was barely moving to begin with. <laughs> you were stopped. <laughs> Just uh, on the I, road. I, I might as well have. I, I was going so slow, I might have been going backwards. <laughs> that was a good pick, though. I, I did enjoy that one a lot. And uh, definitely a uh, a nice different direction from the track that we had just previously heard so that was always uh always fun to listen to but i want to move now to my second pick from fire emblem three houses like i said i had two on the show today so this is the second pick from fire emblem three houses the name of this track is the night of the ball
And that was The Night of the Ball from Fire Emblem Three Houses, which again just released July 26th, 2019. Three composers, Takedo Kanazaki, Hiroki Morishita, and Rie Kondo once again. I love a good waltz in BG Mania, Frank. I love that track. It's a nice little peaceful moment. Nice peaceful moment. Beautiful moment in the game, too where there's an actual track that takes place before this one, directly before this one, that actually plays at the night of the ball when the characters are actually dancing. But this particular track actually takes place immediately after that scene, and your character, Byleth, he go or she, depending on if you're playing as the male or female version of the main character, they go out onto the, like, balcony-type area of the cathedral, And there you're supposed to see, like, the current person that you have the highest affection with at that time in a nice little kind of peaceful, kind of nice romantic scene a little bit. It's it's not like really like a romantic scene yet because you're still in early on in the game and you haven't really started to see any of like the actual romance start to blossom yet. But this is like kind of like the first hint of who your character is is on a direct path to end up with based on your choices so far. And it's a beautiful little scene, man. It was really nice. It was really cool to see. And the music that's playing in the background is just so calming. So I don't know. Dude, I just it brings a smile to my face. I really like it a lot. So what's the name of your uh, your love interest in the game that you saw at the ball? I went with Petra. Petra? Yeah. Um, what, what do you know what Petra says when she gets to the ball? I don't know what she says when she gets to the ball, Frank. <laughs> Dude, come on. <laughs> That's probably the worst joke you've ever told on the show. <laughs> Give me time. You don't have any idea how low I can go. That's probably the worst thing you've ever said on the show. <laughs> I should have known. I thought maybe you're going to have, like, something funny to say. I should have known you would go, like, pure vulgarity there. I should have known. Yeah, well. Oh, I should have known. You line, up, you line them up, I'll knock them down. Yeah, pretty much. Have you heard of our other podcast, Max Level? For those who are unaware, we do a weekly all-purpose video game podcast known as Max Level every Monday morning. Featuring myself, Frank, Sean, and Kyle, the four of us talk about the hottest topics in gaming that week while discussing the games we've been spending time with over the past seven days. Not only that, but we detail the new releases for the week, including a fun Metacritic guessing game. Speaking of games, if you're into trivia, Bonus Stage is a competitive segment where Sean, Frank, and Kyle compete against one another in a series of five questions to see who is the champion for that particular week. Max Level is always a lot of fun and entertaining while still providing the news you need to know on a weekly basis. We really enjoy doing it, and we hope you will enjoy listening to it. Check it out. Thanks. But you know what, Brian? It's time for Jessica's pick, Frank. It's my favorite part of the episode, as I always say. And I think you're really going to like this pick. She sent this in to me the other day, and she's like, I want you to listen to this. So I did. And this is a really, really, really cool track and kind of a nice little prelude, so to speak, leading into next month, which is all spooky all October. So I think you're going to really enjoy this one. We'll kick it over to Jessica. We'll let her intro her track and talk about it. And if Ken, if she doesn't say the name of the track and the game it's from in her little speech, I'll let you know when we come back. Once again, we forgot to have Jessica record her audio. And as I sit here in the middle of the night, putting together the episode before it posts in the morning and seeing as she's already sleeping, we can't have her record her audio. So 
Her pick for this month's Radio Hour is from a little indie game by the name of Yono and the Celestial Elephants. The name of the track is the Phantom's Organ Symphony. was the Phantom's Organ Symphony from Yono and the Celestial Elephants. I have a composer on that game. Uh, Burning Planet is all I was able to find. I don't know who exact who actually consists of Burning Planet. <laughs> I don't know who that actually is, but they're a Swedish composing group. And the name of the game or the name of their their group is Burning Planet. This released October 12th, 2017 on Nintendo Switch and is from a Swedish team, so it would make sense that the composers are also Swedish. How awesome was that, dude? I dig that. That, that, that was a good pick. I could totally hear that playing like in a whole other house. Yeah, very... It, uh, again, the name of the track, The Phantom's Organ Symphony. Very creepy, very eerie. And like I said, it's a perfect prelude to next month where, if you're unfamiliar, every October here at BG Mania, we transition the show into a spooky show. So each episode in October and next month, we actually have the pleasure of five episodes because there's five Wednesdays in October. We're going to have five themed spooky episodes for you that and plus a bonus episode on Halloween Day that uh, I, I think you guys are just really going to enjoy. Six BG Manias in a month. Six BG Manias in a month. All spooky-esque music. It's going to be a lot of fun. I don't say this often enough, but you're welcome. Jessica really <laughs> wanted to make sure that she got this track in there kind of like as a little bit of a tease for, for next month. And I really like that pick. And Yono, a game that I really want to get around to playing eventually. Jessica's even told me that she thinks I would really like it. She finished it when it came out and covered it for us here at Level Down Games. I just have yet to have time to sit down and play it. And it's a super cute game where you play as like a little baby elephant, dude. I remember wanting to play this game too. Playing like a little baby Frank almost. Oh, my trunk is huge, so you're welcome. That's, you that's all you got. That's all you got. What are you talking about my weight? We're going to talk about the part of my body. That's all you've been saying now. It's like uh, it's your only defense mechanism. It's an audio podcast. And I have feelings, Brian. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Jessica, so much for the pick, though. I really did enjoy that one a lot. Uh, phenomenal, phenomenal pick. All right. It's time to give you the best track you're going to hear this entire episode. You're welcome again. Right. Perfect title for a game. Perfect title for a track. Perfect song all the way through. From Chef Boyardee's Barkley, Shut Up and Jam, <laughs> Guy Den. Wait. This is 
Chef Bo- <laughs> the name of the game is Chef Boyardee's Barkley's Shut Up and Jam. Well, it's the unofficial name that the, oh, the, the, I- the, 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 the studio Tales of Game Studios uh, lovingly calls it Chef Boyardee's Barkley Shut Up and Jam Guy Den. Okay. And the name of the track is Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That was Jonathan Taylor Thomas from uh, Chef Boyardee's Barkley, Shut Up and Jam Guy Den, uh, which came out January 22nd, 2008. Um, it was put out as a freeware RPG game, the unofficial sequel to Barkley, Shut Up and Jam by, from Tales of Game Studios. That literally is amazing. I never it's, knew that that was an RPG. I just saw the, the name un- of the game. It's the unofficial sequel to Barkley, Shut Up and Jam and Space Jam. And it's, <laughs> It's, it's, it's a traditional JRPG with uh, battles and dungeons. I'm going to have to look uh, this game up, dude. I, I literally never knew about this. Uh, and you do play as former NBA legend, well, current legend, uh, Charles Barkley. Uh, Why uh, is the name of the track named after an actor from Home Improvement? Because the, the, the creators are just silly. Okay. <laughs> They're just a bunch of amateur gamers who want to do something just silly and crazy. Uh, I'm going to give you a quick rundown. I don't know what to do. It's a quick rundown of this game from their official plot synopsis. Ready? 
The game starts off in 2041, 12 years prior to the main part of the game. In post-apocalyptic Neo-New York, Charles Barkley performs a chaos dunk in a basketball game, inadvertently killing most of the people in attendance. As a result, basketball is outlawed and many basketball players are hunted down and killed. In 2053, another chaos dunk is performed in Manhattan, killing millions. Barkley is blamed by the chaos dunk and is hunted by the basketball removal department led by Michael Jordan. Barkley is rescued by another outlaw referred to as the Ultimate Hellbane, who takes him to the tomb of LeBron James, revealing that Hellbane's <laughs> woman is Balthios, a mixed-race great-grandson of James. The ghost of James tells the tomb to seek the cyber dwarf, who is hidden in New York sewers. Uh, along the way, uh, Michael Jordan will kill the father of Larry Bird. Uh, you, you'll meet robotic cybernetic Vince Carter. This game is just absolute nonsense and craziness and looks super, super fun. They even tried to make a sequel to this game on Kickstarter called The Magical Realms of Tir Na Noag, Escape from Necron 7, Revenge of the Kukalion, the official game of the movie, Chapter 2 of the Hoop Sparkly Saga. What the hell? I'm assuming it didn't get funded. Uh, it raised $120,000. Oh, so it did get funded. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I... Uh, the game is out, yeah. Uh, the, 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 the campaign, you know, like how... That was a bit of a long name, so the actual name of the... Uh, like, like Legend of Zelda's L-O-Z. This is T-M-R-O and T-N-N-E-F uh, N-7-R-O-C T-O-G-O-T-M-C-2-O-T-H-E-S. So the sequel to Barkley Shut Up and Jam is out as well. Well... No, because there, 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 there already is made. a sequel to Barkley Shut Up and Jam called Barkley Shut Up and Jam 2. The sequel to Barkley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden is out, yes. Okay, this is confusing, Frank. That's what, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to bring the ruckus. Um, <laughs> I like the track. The track is good. I, I like the track. I've watched them play of this game. This is totally up your alley. It's up my alley, too, because it's just silly irreverent, and it just makes it an NBA basketball for the hell of it. And the, a lot of the game, like the, 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 uh, the attacks... Are, are based on like button time presses, kind of like how Mario RPG is played. That's awesome. So, so yeah, this is something we should probably check out. Just, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll hop on Twitch and do a stream. Yeah, I definitely want to, probably not, but I definitely want to check this out and, uh, and and see what this is all about because I obviously saw this as a game, but never really looked twice at it because I literally thought it was a, another like Barkley type game. I didn't think this was a tr- like a traditional RPG. That's fantastic to know. Like, that's really, really cool, man. I, I like the that game, pick the, a lot. The, the game is actually not out yet. Uh, they've been working on it because uh, because of copyright issues. They had to do everything from scratch. Oh. So as, of, as, of, as of June 2nd, 2019, um, it's being worked on by just a small handful of people, but it is still being worked on. And that is the direct sequel to this particular game. That's not correct. OK, OK. Makes total sense. My last pick is going to come from a game that I have recently been playing. A lot of my picks this month were games that I've been playing a lot of, and it happens to come from Gears 5, which came out actually just a few weeks ago, September 10th, 2019 on PC and Xbox One. And the name of the track that I want to close out with is Sand Overworld. And for those that have played Gears 5, Sand Overworld is Act 3. There's four acts in the game, so it's about from the halfway point to about near the end of the game, you're going to spend in the Sandover world. And it's like a, a hub almost, so to speak, where you go and do and can get access to all these different areas that you need to go to and side missions and fun little things to explore and main story missions as well. Gears 5 was composed by Raman Jawadi. And from start to finish, Gears 5 has a very different sounding Gears soundtrack. It is not your more traditional like military what you we've come to expect from the gear soundtrack it's more cinematic it's more 
emotional. It's more thought-provoking, I guess, so to speak. It's very Uncharted, almost. And Gears 5 really does remind me a lot of Uncharted. And I think Ramin Jawadi did a really good job with the Gears 5 soundtrack in portraying that and really just doing some cool things with the locales that he was given to compose music for and some of the other settings. It's really cool, man. Gears 5 has been a phenomenal game. I'm glad I finally got to finish it over the past week. Uh, had a blast with that game. And now I'm just much like I was when I got to the end of Gears 4. I'm just itching to know what's going to happen next because they always leave you on this like almost cliffhanger like thing like what's going to happen next and they just it's, it's they're they're teases man they're they're really good at it and I'm I'm really excited to see what happens next so we're going to close out with again the name of the track is Sand Overworld from Gears 5 but that is going to bring us to the close of the show this month unless you have anything else you wanted to mention before we get on out of here Brian I think we said it all all right. Well, like I said, that is going to do it. Then we want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible by leveldowngames.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to BG Mania at leveldowngames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. We'd also be grateful if you could drop it over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash leveldowngames and subscribe to us there. And if you haven't already, while you're at it, hit up twitch.tv forward slash leveldowngames and click that follow button. Stalking us on social media is perfectly acceptable. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook will be the place to do so. Check the description box for the appropriate links. Next week, as I mentioned, when we listen to Jessica's track, Frank, it is October, and we finally get to start our spooky episodes. October 2nd, we are going to kick things off this month with Alien Invasions. Every pick next week, much like the failed Area 51 raid last week. <laughs> Never actually amounted to anything. You could have did it, Kyle. You could have did it, but you didn't they, do it. They could have did it. However, there was a Naruto runner. There was a Naruto runner there, and they're trying to erect a statue of him in the desert. <laughs> but we are going to be taking a listen to music that exists from games dealing with aliens. So in order to qualify for our alien invasion episode next week, the game that we pick from has to in some way involve aliens. That's it. Very generic. That that in, that includes so many games, but we want to make sure that we have a, a as wide amount of games to pick from as possible. So alien invasions next week to kick things off for our spooky month of BG Mania. Taking us out of this episode once again, we have the Sand Overworld from Gears 5, composed by Raman Jawadi. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.